You're listening to the Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. This is the House of Learned Doctors. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. As soon as your eyes shut, I'm going to punch you square in the face. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico joining you today as usual. Just a little bit of a programming note this evening. Uh, at 6 o'clock, we'll have the Speed and Power Show with Megan Walker, um, and she has a special guest tonight with the Husker Wrestler. Then from seven at 7 o'clock, we will have the A5 Boys District Final Game between Lincoln East and Lincoln Southwest. And then at 9 p.m., we'll have the Husker Bowling Show um, as well with a couple of those student-athletes um, on here to to wrap up the night. So make sure you keep that dial turned right here in 93.7, the ticket the entire, entire night. Let's go ahead and head over to the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685, where we're joined by our good friend Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Steve, what's up, man? Uh, did you know that Dylan Riola has 31 offers? Oh, it's up to 31, huh? I didn't know that it was going to be that high for um, that, <laughs> that guy. So, um, yeah, 31, interesting number. Uh, Did you know that uh, San Diego State and West Virginia and Washington State are also included, but not Ohio State? Interesting. Tough luck for the Buckeyes. Yeah. Um, I guess I should have handled that a little bit differently. But I, <laughs> I do, I do want to give a shout-out to the Hawaii Warriors. A lot of people probably don't know that I'm a big Hawaii Warrior fan. I'm a huge Colt Brennan guy. <laughs> really? Um, so um, I, when when I saw that fantastic H on that graphic, I uh, um, just felt felt good inside. So good good job on for good job for Timmy Chang and the Rainbow Warriors for for getting on Dylan Riola's 31 um, school offer list. Do you like the alphabetical order in terms of the school name and not the logo? I honestly didn't pay too much attention to that, um, so I'm just going to have to go with the next question. <laughs> All well, right. Miami was you know, with the M's, but it's a U, and it was throwing me off. <laughs> I, I can understand why that would throw some people off. So, um, yeah, I guess they should have done that a little bit better. All right, Steve. Hey, uh, how's, how's, how's being a dad, by the way? Being a father is awesome. I highly recommend it if you are ready for it. Um, it is um, – it's – Honestly, guys, it, it's very, very cool. I, I wake up every morning wanting to hold my little daughter, Shay. So, I mean, it's, awesome. it's fantastic right now. I didn't think that I was going to feel like this when I was a single guy. I'm just worrying about work and sports and what I was going to watch on TV every night. But now that I have her in my life, it's, it's fantastic. And I um, wake up every morning wanting to hold her, play with her, do all that fun stuff. So it's awesome. I'm warning you right now in a good way. Once she's able to recognize you, and will express her joy for seeing you, it's over and you lose. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for that. Uh, thank you so much, Rico. That's, I, I'm going to be waiting for that moment anytime now. She's only three weeks old, um, so I, I'm getting kind of like the clueless look from her oh, every yeah. single time I look at her. But, uh, you know, those are pretty cool, too. Oh, they're fantastic. Congratulations again, man. S thank you. Steve, Steve, did – did Zach – okay, so we also talked to Zach every Friday. Did he force you to come back sooner rather than later? Because <laughs> I know no, – I, I know, I know, no, Zach I know. has been absolutely incredible about this whole thing. He, uh, we waited <laughs> – so we took, we took Shay home for the first time on a Wednesday, and that's when my uh, week off uh, mm. clock started. So gotcha. I was I – was, as much as I wanted to, I, I, I wanted to kind of chip in and, and help with some coverage, but I did not um, work at all really for a week um, from one Wednesday to a next Wednesday. So 
um, he's been he's been excellent about the whole whole thing and and kind of telling me that I don't need to attend these men's basketball games if I don't if I uh, don't want to. So um, he, he's been good about the whole thing. Well, shoot, man! I mean, Nebraska is now fifteen and fourteen overall. We can translate or transfer over to a to a Husker basketball discussion. They're fifteen and fourteen overall. Did we see this coming at all? No, I mean I didn't. I mean when I mean just you know you lose Juan Juan Gary, you lose Emmanuel Bandemil, and you you go um, what was it? They're like one, two, three, four. They're like they won one game, and it was that Ohio State game, and then lost against uh, Illinois, Purdue, Northwestern, Maryland, um, Illinois. And it was just looking very very bad. I mean it was like you know you start think you start wondering about Fred Hoiberg's job security mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, but then they beat Penn State. Uh, they they beat Wisconsin in overtime. They go to Rutgers. They beat the Scarlet Knights in uh, Jersey Mike's or whatever the heck that place's name yeah. is named. Um, and then they come back and defend their home court against a really tough Maryland Terrapin team. And then they beat a really bad Minnesota team. But it's still a, a good a good win for them. Um, anytime that Nebraska can really um, sell out a place and then uh, just defend their home court and, and get a get a win i mean i did not see this stretch coming they are playing some really good basketball um for them they're doing the little things i think and a bunch of different guys are stepping up at different times and i think that's kind of the coolest thing is there's there's not one person doing it all it is uh, truly a team effort and honestly i think the administration at nebraska is kind of seeing the job that fred hoiberg has has done with this team and and um you know i think it's safe to say um that fred horber is going to be back this season that's just my feel about the whole thing but i think the administration and the fans and everybody is kind of seeing the job the excellent job that fred horberg has done with this um team of getting them to buy in and and do little things and um, not have one star around this whole thing so it's it's been pretty cool to watch unfold honestly we're, we're joined by steve mark of inside nebraska and steve you said something there that kind of made me made me ponder i, I mean the little when we talk about the little things and just this run that Nebraska's been on, um, and, and now the fan engagement and part of that is with Casey Tominaga, but like people are are juiced up to go to the arena. Like I'm pumped up to go and see the arena tomorrow. Like I know there are very few tickets uh, that are still available for Senior Night, but like w- when we think about this stuff, I felt like a game like sat on Saturday was like a validation. Like okay, this team is actually a good basketball team from a fundamental standpoint. Like they're not getting lucky and they're just catching a heater shot wise. Like they are doing the fundamental things well. They're limiting turnovers. They've shot a little bit better from the free throw line, um, you know, compared to what they were doing earlier this season. And they're just figuring out a way to get it done. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Nick. I mean you 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 have uh these veteran senior senior leader guys, Sam Greasel, Derek Walker, um, and you know, Emmanuel Bandamel, he's not out there right now, but he's you know, we in a, in a recent press conference, uh, Sam Greasel told the cool story about how after the Northwestern loss earlier this season, Emmanuel Bandamel got up on his crutches and he wasn't out there playing, but he was still giving a really emotional and moving speech that Sam um, honestly thinks kind of helped turn things around for the season. So it's just a, the, the little things, and little things, when I say little things, I mean like you know diving on the floor for loose balls, focusing on rebounding, um, you know, not turning the ball over, playing playing just good, clean, sound basketball. But uh, but that also goes along with, like, off the court, too, with, like, you know, being an older guy and, and being a leader and saying and speaking up when, when the time is right. And mm-hmm. it just seems that those things are happening right now. And so it's really cool to see. 
And again, like you said, Nick, it, it was kind of like a, a big game environment, even though the Minnesota Golden Gophers are not a good basketball team. And we saw that on Saturday. Um, but it, there was still a big game environment for men's basketball in Lincoln. And that hasn't happened for a, for a while here. And it's, and it's pretty cool that it's happening now. So this team is on a really good run um, right now. I'm really interested to see um, how far they're going to take it. Michigan State, Tom Izzo, you can't ask for anything more than yeah. that tomorrow night. This is going to be a, a pretty good pretty good game, I, I think, and um, a really cool opponent. I mean, everybody knows Tom Izzo, just kind of a legendary name, legendary coach in, in the sport of college basketball. So um, that's a big-time game here in Nebraska, so it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I don't know. I, I like the, I like the Huskers' chances. The place is going to be packed. PBA is going to be packed. Um, Michigan State's going to be really upset um, coming into the game after losing how they did to Iowa on Saturday. So they're going to be wanting a win. So it's just going to be a big game and another um, excellent opportunity for this for this Husker team to to keep making a name for itself and getting more confident as the Big Ten tournament approaches. We're speaking with Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. And Steve, you know we we've had the uh, kind of cool collected hands of, of, of Derek Walker and Sam Greasel to guide this Nebraska basketball team throughout the season. You've had the emergence of Kasey Tominaga. You've had the recent emergence of, of a guy like Jamarcus Lawrence, and, and all of that is going well and good. You have Sam, Hoiberg, Sam Hoiberg's uh, recent run of things as well, and all of that is well and good in helping this Nebraska team to get these wins. But how important, especially for this Michigan State game, will it be to get a guy like Blaze Keita, who, although he isn't scoring a lot, is offering you know, uh, size on the defensive side and, and a much-needed rebounding advantage uh, for Nebraska. How important is it to to get him back from that uh, ankle sprain that he suffered, that he re-aggravated uh, two games ago? Yeah, that's going to be absolutely huge because this is a game that you want as many bigs available as you can against this Michigan State team who's, who's always, who always seems to be kind of like a, a tough-nosed, they, they'll bring they'll bring some big bigger bodies in and they'll look to crash the glass and, and win win dirty ways and I think having Derek Walker um, play the entire game and not be in foul trouble is going to be very important. Uh, having a guy like Blaze Kata is going to be absolutely important. I wasn't at the press conference today, so um, hopefully there was some advancements with uh, Blaze and, and hopefully he was feeling better. Um, so, you know, we, we, last I saw him on Saturday, he had a boot on that foot. So it's going to be really important just to have him closer to 100%, whatever he's going to be at. If he does play, he's not going to be at 100%, but I still, I still like him out there just for that six eleven body. Um, you need that down there and along, there might be some Oleg minutes, Oleg connects. Um, he might uh, be called upon to just be a big body and try to get in there and, and a rough house with some of those Spartans. So. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just going to be a big game. And Blaze Kata, like you said, Rico, I don't think he's going to give you much offensively, but what he brings defensively on the boards, um, his ability to take charges, I mean, it's just incredible how he's come up in clutch situations when his uh, team absolutely needs uh, just a takeaway. And he comes in there and slides underneath and, and gets a gets a charge. He, he did it against uh, Wisconsin in the overtime period. He did it against uh, Maryland, I believe. So, you know, having him out there, having having that defensive presence out there is huge, absolutely huge. But it's also going to be huge to have Derek Derek Walker play all all um, 40 minutes out there and, and try to um, stay out of foul trouble, too. So having those two guys out there, big, big, big. Steve, a couple more before we let you go. Nebraska will honor a couple more or a couple of guys tomorrow night on senior night. And one of those is Casey Tominaga. 
who who technically is a junior has has been in school though I believe for four years has quite the decision to make in, in the upcoming offseason and Fred Hoiberg talked about how there's been no discussions between him and Casey about his future but I guess what what do you think you can what do you think Casey is going to do at the end of the day I mean NIL there is a, a way that he can profit through name image and likeness even though he's an international student I believe he can do something with like branded apparel um and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on that one but I, I mean can 1890 announce that they're going to be working with Fred Hoiberg's team and Husker men's basketball going forward I mean how much does that all play a part in this um yeah I don't I don't know the the rules with the with the NIL and then his ability to as a as a kind of foreign student mm-hmm. a foreign exchange student to to make money off of that but you know it was really cool after after the game um on Saturday Minnesota game there was some Japanese media member members there and they were wanting to ask Fred Hoiberg some questions and they brought up you know kind of the next level the next part about Casey and and Fred did an excellent job with with answering their questions because one of them was what does Casey have to do to reach the next level and honestly like you know he's a 40 percent three-point shooter right now and we can see what he can do what kind of a threat he, he can be when he gets hot and how defenses react to that how how much they overplay him and how, you know, he's gotten so much better, just so yeah. much better at those backdoor cuts and, and the chemistry we've seen with Derek Walker and his ability as a, as a point, point forward at the top of the key to, to find Casey on those back cuts. It's been awesome to watch. Um, but with the next level with Casey Tomanaga, I don't think that three-point shooting is, is really um, something to worry about because I think he's going to be a, a three-point specialist wherever he goes, whether that's professional over overseas next year or if he decides to stay in college, but you know what, what he needs to work on for the next level. And I know the NBA is his kind of ultimate goal um, is the defense is, is he always going to be a defensive liability? And that's something that he's going to work on. I think he's made strides in that area this year, but I think he's always just going to have to just his size, you know, he's six foot two, um, probably six foot one. Um, He's always going to have to answer, answer those kind of questions and always going to have to, um, maybe try a little bit extra harder and, and his team might have to try to hide him defensively um, for his whole career. But um, it's just one of those things you have to weigh. Um, you, you have to weigh his three-point shooting is spectacular, but then you always have to just worry about the defensive end mm-hmm. with him. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it, that's just going to have to be a decision that, that he makes. Um, does he want to go play professionally? Does he want to come back here um, and, and try to work on his game and try to – maybe make a run at, at the NBA in a couple seasons. I don't know. That's just going to be with him. I, me personally, I think he would benefit playing uh, another season of Division One basketball if his ultimate goal is to play in the NBA. Um, I know a lot of people play overseas and get their chances in the NBA a couple seasons down the road after a couple seasons overseas. So um, who knows? But, uh, you know, he's he's created a name for himself here. He's, yeah. he's got an, an entire fan base behind him. I think it would uh, do him well to come back and play for the Oscars one more year. Steve, last one before we let you go. Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska joining us. What's this team's ceiling? Because it's I, I, personally, in my eyes, it's completely changed over the last three weeks. Um, this is looking like a team that might be able to steal one and steal a couple in the Big Ten tournament, depending on the draw. I mean, they've they've played themselves now to in, into a tie to getting a first-round buy in the Big Ten tournament, and NIT looks more and more possible uh, the more and more Nebraska wins. I mean, what is the ceiling for this Husker basketball team this season? I'd have to agree with you, Nick, that it's it's a team that I could see 
winning a game or two, kind of at most, two at most, um, in the Big Ten tournament. That's what I think. And I think they're a team that um, would absolutely be a good NIT team because mm-hmm. I think they would just be, you know, hypothetically down the road, they would get into the NIT. And um, I think the semifinals and finals are in Las Vegas uh, this season, if I, if I remember correctly. Um, that would be a really good draw, um, Nebraska, because, you know, the fans would obviously um, travel to, be to watch this team um, for sure. So I, I don't know. I just think that, um, yeah, I'm with you, Nick. Two two games, I could definitely see see this team kind of stealing two games of the Big Ten tournament. Is it going to win the tournament? Um, no, absolutely not. I don't think so. Uh, but they could they could win one or two games in there, sure. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I'm I'm pumped up for for tomorrow night. Will I will I be seeing there seeing you there tomorrow night or are you on uh, dad duty? That's to be determined. 8 right. p.m. is usually uh, when we uh, try to put her to sleep. So uh, nice. and that's uh, tip off time. So. Um, I'm usually needed at that uh, sleep sleeping hour uh, to try to put her down, but it's to be determined. I'll let you know. Sounds good. All right, Steve. Appreciate the time as always. Um, ha- have a good rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Rico. That is Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Good stuff from him as always. The the Kase Tomonaga decision is really fascinating because now now if you want to play connect the dots here before we get to break, just leave leave you guys with something to ponder. Think about how this last weekend kind of unfolded. You have Kase Tomonaga's parents in town. Mm-hmm. You have 1890 announced that they're going to partner and do deals with Husker men's basketball mm-hmm. while they're mm-hmm. still in town. Interesting. You have the Australian parents from Husker women's basketball still in town. We know that 1890 is now partnered with them. One of the parents. Yeah, grandparents of yes. Jazz Shelley. But I, if you want to connect the dots, there's a process to all this. There's a method there's, to all this madness. There's always something. You yeah. just got to look beyond the curtain. Thank you, Rico. So um, I, I think that that NIL conversation with, with Kase Tominaga, I'm going to dig a little deeper. Uh, I saw Robin Washett of On3.com wrote a little bit of an article, so I'll, I'll dive into that a little bit. And, and let's talk about Kase Tominaga and what it would mean. Either way, both sides of the coin, whether he leaves, whether he go, comes back. Uh, let's talk about that coming up next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.